Welcome back, guys, to Chat with Sab. And today we're going to be talking about a documentary that I just watched. It's called The 13th, and it's filmed and directed by Ava Duvernay. And man, let me tell you guys, this documentary is definitely packed with so much information and rhetoric and how she is motivated actually by the mass incarceration that is deeply rooted in our country as a redesigned product of slavery and she intends her documentary to be viewed by you know us people here in the united states and she's determined to shake us with shake us to movement and action and um she intends with this film to ultimately push us to further guide the conversation regarding the respect um, these respective injustices such as mass incarceration and inequity in our society and in our criminal system today. So to further dive into Miss Ava DuVernay's um, appeals that she uses um, to draw us closer, um, I first want to touch on her argument, and her argument is one that is so prevalent and is packed with a lot of ambition and conviction. So she argues that it is because of mass incarceration that specifically Black people um, are even further dehumanized, abused, and traumatized, and how mass incarceration is one of the leading factors as to why our country doesn't have peace, why we don't have justice in our criminal system, and how it is so deeply rooted, and how government officials, too, use their own respective appeals, and how it further um, drills the hole in mass incarceration even further through the laws that they propose or their affiliations through corporations that they oppose or propose, excuse me. And um, she successfully executes her argument by utilizing a diverse group of educators, civil rights activists, politicians, the formerly incarcerated and authors. And that ultimately creates the credibility between us as her consumers and her as a producer of this informative film. And um, it, I found it very interesting because not only does she appeal to ethos to build the trust between her and the viewer, but she also challenges the ethos that past presidents, corporations, executives have built, quote unquote, um, in order to persuade people to agree with their perspective regarding law and order, racism, equity, and inclusion. And additionally, she appeals to the audience regarding the narrative of mass incarceration through logos. And by logos, I mean statistics, um, numerous newspaper headlines that you see um, regarding the criminal system 
and the Black and Latino communities that are deeply affected by it. And throughout the film, you see um, different graphics um, that further reinforce um, the logos that she appeals to throughout her documentary. And it's specifically the exponentially growing numbers of the incarcerated and how they are disproportionately associated with the Black community and how um, something that I found quite um, astounding is that one in 17 white, um, white men are going to be um, facing some part of their life to some degree in prison, whereas you have one in three Black men um, facing you know, some part of their life um, or even all of their life um, behind bars. And to what degree exactly is something that is so unimaginable as a Filipina today and can only be understood so deeply um, as a teen today. So with that said, Miss Duvernay, hopefully I'm pronouncing her last name right, but she also appeals to the people of this country through shaking their emotions from the inside out in a variety of ways. And with that, I mean from the music that she integrates in her documentary during transitions to the testimonies and examples of some of the Black lives that have been taken away from this world to the raw footage of the Black community being oppressed and silenced and dehumanized and killed. And you see the faces of Trayvon Martin, um, Khalif Brownden, and um, people of Little Rock, and the four little girls. um, I forget. um, But it was at a church, and it was very devastating. And that those ultimately um, are compressed together to appeal to pathos um, as to our emotional being as viewers as we digest the the material and the weight some way to some degree of what our black brothers and sisters face and um, this is ultimately how she successfully achieves her purpose. Um, A big chunk of it is through pathos and emotional appeals to us as an audience because um, it's very evident how she um, brings life to what it means to shaking people to movement, to join this cause of Black Lives Matter and to really advocate for the Black folk. Um, when it comes to mass incarceration and the laws that they've put behind it and how after being considered as a criminal, they're stepping out into a world where they're still bound to chains. Um, But in this time, metaphorically, with the voter ID law and with um, the mandatory minimum that was proposed by ALEC, um, 
And that's kind of like a combination between um, the ethos that that corporation uses and the pathos as an effect of it. And the stylistic choices that this filmmaker um, uses are absolutely ambitious and she uses multiple graphics to illustrate the statistics and various factors behind mass incarceration, as well as the choice of music. Um, she utilizes different styles and different genres of music to portray the emotional state of the Black community um, and their allies. Um, you notice in the beginning, she integrates somber music to illustrate the dehumanization of the Black folk and how serious it really is. And it later transitions into loaded music where you're able to imagine the vulnerability of the Black community and how they carry it. Um, later on, it then transitions into your pop-cultured, concrete, simple, yet figurative rap um, as a vessel of resilience um, and resistance that the Black community possesses when being faced with such injustices. And the speakers throughout the film, um, on the other hand, present this contact content with um, elevated and sophisticated language, but they also include um, simple, clear um, tone so that people throughout the whole country can comprehend the overarching message of um, the system that has been built um, through slavery, later translated through the law systems that we have today, and specifically the criminal justice system that we have. And so with that, that is, I believe, all that we have today in terms of this um, episode of Chat with Sab. Um, tune in to catch up on the latest things I have going on and just ultimately navigating this world with me. And with that said, I'll catch you on the flip side. Peace and love.